0: David sent messengers to get her, and when she came to him, he slept with her. Yikes! Now, dear listeners, right now is the time when we have a very important conversation that every podcast has with its listeners. Um, when the Bible talks about sleeping, it doesn't just mean that they went down and had a nap right next to each other with all No,
1: noise. stop! That's what it means they when mean a say-
0: man and a woman really love no. each other in the Bible. They do That's what, not
1: what the Bible says. It just says lay down. It just they, says lay. They
0: do what they call uh, <laughs> do what the kids say the hanky panky? Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff, and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Evan, who is not Scott. <laughs> and we're two ex-front row ticket holders to Passion of the Christ, the movie. Nope. Just me. <laughs> just
0: you. I did see the very end of the movie, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you just saw the the gore torture yeah. part of it. Yeah. That was like an earth-shattering, like movie when it came out
1: yeah i mean my church ran physically ran to theaters to see that movie
0: i mean it was wild like old ladies left their dresses in the <laughs> just cartoonishly they zipped
1: yep. so fast the clothes left behind in
0: a <laughs> Gosh.
1: yeah it took a, like we went and saw it um i think it came out around easter i want to say I could be dead wrong, but
0: I would be upset if it didn't come out around. Yeah.
1: And I, I remember our church, like our pastor, he didn't preach about it, but he like during the announcement section, he was like, we're all going to go see this movie at like next blah, blah, blah. Wednesday night at like, and it was a late showing. It was like nine o'clock or something. And it's rated R, obviously, if you haven't seen it, it is very rated R. Like, Is it because of all the
0: swear words? Oh, (laughs) bitch.
1: (laughs) How could you? (laughs) Ah, shit. Yeah, it was like white man can't jump, but (laughs) it's set in the Middle East. (laughs) In college, we used that movie as an evangelistic tool because we thought, hey, how about we show non Christians this movie and that will make them believe in Christ? So I brought my one of my friends who was um, he was like an international student from China. And uh, I was like, I'll bring him. He's not a Christian. He'll maybe he'll want to talk about this. He left as soon as the torture started happening, like right from the get go. I just remember as soon as they started like whipping Jesus, he looked ill and he ran out of the room. <laughs> so you mean
0: that wasn't appealing? <laughs> I was like, believe in this. <laughs> look at this. No, look how good this is.
1: Oh, my gosh. What was I thinking? What what's your experience with the Passion of the Christ, Devin?
0: Um, so my only experience with it was I was in youth group and we showed the like. Crucifixion scene pretty much. Um, oh. And then that was I mean, it was short enough to be like and you know this is what Jesus did for everyone and that is like the extent of my my parents didn't I I think it was too gory for like I think if I would have wanted to go see it they would have been like yeah sure but I think my parents were also kind of like that's a little weird that they made a movie so I didn't I was by no means um what what exact scene did you start it at do you remember Um, I think we skipped around. Is it when he's Um, playing basketball
1: with the other disciples
0: um, outside of his apartment? It's when he's playing basketball with Peter, Um, and Peter doesn't think he's all that. And Jesus, though, uh, having been blinded by radioactive um, goo as a child, uh, (laughs) is able to... Um throw his, Yeah, throw his uh cane up in the air and then have it drop right back down to his hand. And Peter's like, Oh, well, we should go fight Kingpin, Bullseye, and other Daredevil villains. <laughs> Stop <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so stupid. I hate my assless. all this. Oh man. Uh you start you don't act like this. I I'm started like, off this, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this was, this, dear listeners, this is what Scott does. This is what Scott does, is he will ask me a stupid question and get mad at my stupid answer.
1: I'm mad at how much I laugh at how stupid of a joke it is. That's what it is.
0: Oh, uh, brilliant. You don't get to give me the pogo stick and get mad at me playing with the pogo stick all day. See, stop with the ridiculous analogies. <laughs> I will say this: uh, not passionate the Christ, but I did have a pastor in college, so we uh, we were connected a little bit with the ESL program uh, at the University of Alabama. Um, There was this guy; his name is Robert, and he was from Saudi Arabia. The our college pastor took him to go see God's Not Dead. God's Not Dead already a pretty horrible movie, but there's like this scene: like Robert's Muslim, grew up in Saudi Arabia. Was it part one or part two? It was part one. Okay. And part one was where the, like, was where you have the Muslim father who, yeah. like, kicks out the Muslim daughter for listening to— It's really to Frank- rough. For listening to Billy Graham or Franklin Graham sermons or whatever. Oh, it's so heavy-handed in that movie. Yeah, and he was just like, this is the most insulting thing yeah. I've ever seen.
1: And, and you were like, do you I want to fill do... out this connection card?
0: Yeah, the College Pass was just kind of like, why? Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. Come on, man. Like, I don't know if that's actually how it went down. but
1: that That's a broader topic. I Maybe we stay for another top episode. But uh, Christian media and, and movies, it's so funny how it's presented as like an evangelism tool. Like, oh, go show this to your non-Christian friends. But then anyone who is a non-Christian just hates it. Like they don't get it. Doesn't make sense. It's it's really just it's for the choir and you know the cheer
0: squad. That's yeah, it, those it movies are made. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. Yeah. Um Scott, speaking of Passion of the Christ, I have some news for you. I have oh, some news boy. straight off the press. Straight I got this extra extra a little newsy handed me the newspaper right over here on the corner of second and third. Hey, it's Philly. And, yep. Um and he was like, oh but yeah hi Penny, sir. And so I tossed him a smile. Um, that's my accurate Philadelphia accent for you.
1: They still live like it's 1905 in Philadelphia. Still
0: got chimney sweepers. (laughs) The sequel to The Passion of the Christ is coming out now. Passion of the Christ, part two. Uh, Yeah, Passion of the the Christ, part two. Passion of the Christ, resurrection.
1: I can't believe it.
0: which is already a born identity style title in and yeah. of itself and I love it and I want them to continue to have that. I want Passion, I of, want the passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ Resurrection. Passion of the Christ Pentecost. Passion Age of, of the Christ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just Passion of the Christ Dark Side of the Moon. Passion of the Christ Bumblebee. Like, the world is I, not I, enough. <laughs> the world is not enough.
1: What's it do you have any idea of what is it just going to be the resurrection and Jesus like the disciples moving on in acts.
0: Yeah. So if you recall the very end of passion of the Christ is literally the tomb rolling away and Jesus yeah. like walking and there being holes in his hands. Spoiler alert. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, Yeah. Yet, yeah spoiler alert, if you yeah. haven't read the book um, <laughs> and the sequel is going to pretty much pick up right from there, it's going to be the apostles and those three days just kind of like, ah, oh, geez, like, this guy's dead. We really, you know, we really bet the farm on him. And Jesus coming back and being like, good news, farm's back. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the rumor about what it will happen. Filming started like this week, or no, no. filming will begin in the next few months. Uh, this is an article from, uh, this article is dated Thursday. Oh, this is hot off the press. This hot, is hot. hot. Now listen, you come to us with the most up-to-date news. Mel um, Gibson's directing it again, or is he? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is back with it. Um, Randall Wallace, who wrote the screenplay for Pearl Harbor, uh, oh. is going to be in it. Um, so there'd be another like steamy, like drapery
1: romance scene in this one as well, in a hangar of a nineteen
0: forties. <laughs> I hope so uh yeah absolutely i here's the thing i want the bible to go mcu i think they should i think what i want is i want an origin story for each apostle and then i want it i want a post-credit scene at the end of jesus being like so you work well together huh oh my gosh i like patch over his head and being like i'm putting together a team motherfucker <laughs> <laughs>
1: your brain is a scary place (laughs) by living with it i'm curious i unfortunately i think it's gonna do well i feel like the same crowd of people is gonna get out there and buy tickets and it's gonna probably perform pretty well for itself
0: i don't think so i'm gonna disagree i'm not saying it's gonna be good i just think a lot of people are gonna see it i don't think it will do as well as the original because i think maybe the because Passion of the Christ, apart from being a film about Jesus, was also like the first time the torture scene was shown in that gruesome detail. And so it was the film itself was a novelty. I thought it was a good movie.
1: I mean, even yeah. if I wasn't with like just absolutely ingrained in church culture, at that moment, I would still think as a fairly groundbreaking movie for the what they're the topic they're trying to handle.
0: They weren't Mm -hmm. just showing Jesus. It's
1: like, you know, uh, floating around like a gold, you know, sash and, you know, touching people to heal them. Like he was it was pretty gritty. But and all the Satan stuff. Did you see that part of the movie where where you checked in or out of that part? But like the Satan was like the androgynous sort of
0: like angel looking. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah. um, But I didn't see the whole movie. Yeah. Well, Scott, today. We are first off, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. I don't know if we even welcomed you, dear listener, today. Um, I don't even know if we mentioned the name of our podcast yet, but we hi. did the very beginning, but we didn't give the full <laughs> <Okay>. explanation. <laughs> we, we did. Oh, god. Uh, this, we're
1: but yeah, no, tell them about it. We didn't go into depth. Yeah, this yeah, is so- your first time listener.
0: Yeah, if this is your time, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you made it this far, 10 minutes this it. far. So you are you haven't checked out yet, and we thank you for it. So here at the Unblessed Podcast, Scott and I will take a deep look into um, some Christian culture stuff, such as Passion of the Christ, Passion of the Christ 2. Um, and as well as we kind of like pull some Bible stories out and we go, okay, what's weird about this? What's good about this? Yeah. What's funny about this? What's odd? Now, this might have seen... We grew up with these stories, but now kind of on the other side of the looking glass, what does this actually uh, mean? What does this actually feel like?
1: I think about like an honest Bible study. Just if you were really reading it, what we just say the first things that come to everyone's mind.
0: Or at least (laughs) what comes to ours. Yep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) For better or for worse. Yeah. Uh, So today we are going to be talking about David. Yeah, David is uh, the... You know famous king of israel um he beat out saul um in the polls it <laughs> um, <laughs> <a close> <laughs> was a close one it was a close one the shepherd's party versus uh, an originally anointed by god <laughs> um <laughs> i wonder which one they'll pick <laughs> um so uh but here david's established he's king Um, And we're going to be talking about the story of Bathsheba and Uriah the Hittite, starting in uh, chapter 11, verse one in the spring when kings march out to war.
1: Of what book? Oops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Starting in second Samuel, (laughs) (laughs) just chapter 11 of the Bible. (laughs) We've got to have references for the people. (laughs) Yeah, have your Bible turn to chapter 11. So 2 Samuel chapter 11. In the spring, when kings march out to war, David sent Joab with his officers and all Israel. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David got up from his bed, or if you're reading the ESV, it says (laughs) couch. Just couch. (laughs) (laughs) I love that image. I love that image. He's just got like, he's just got like lays chips like all on his chest
1: just the soft sound of bowling in the background like on his tv the soft glow <laughs> well it's
0: past three better get up and go over shower. there <laughs> Stink
1: it up over on uh, that couch.
0: <laughs> and strolled on the roof of the palace from the roof he saw a woman bathing <sighs> a very beautiful woman uh Auga God so David, <laughs> so David sent someone to inquire about her And he reported This is Bathsheba Daughter of Eliam And wife Of Uriah the Hittite Whoops Well David sent messengers to get her And when she came to him He slept with her Yikes Now dear listeners Right now is the time when we have a very important conversation that every podcast has with its listeners. Um, when the Bible talks about sleeping, mm-hmm. it doesn't just mean that they went down and had a nap right next to each other. with all clothes
1: No, of stop. That's what it means. They when just mean a say,
0: man and a woman really love no. each other in the Bible, they do. That's what, not what
1: the Bible says. It just says lay down. It just they, says lay.
0: They do what they call, uh, do the kids <laughs> say, the hanky panky um in 1905 philly if that's what they yeah, call it no. <laughs> um he slept with her uh basically dear listener you're gonna start to feel your body change at this point in time when you're listening to this podcast Jeez, maybe stop. hair grows in certain parts where it wasn't there before maybe your voice starts to change maybe you start to break out uh Maybe the opposite sex or the same sex starts to feel a little bit more attractive to you. You might get nervous, and all that's natural, and that's what's happening between David and Bathsheba. Thank you for being so concerned for
1: our listeners out there.
0: Someone didn't have the sex talk, and this is their first time hearing it. Okay, you don't have to tell everyone that I didn't really have it. (laughs) I'm just saying someone. Now she had just been purifying herself from her uncleanliness. Yeah, girl. Jeez. Afterwards she went, she returned home. The woman conceived and sent word to inform David I am pregnant. It's like a soap opera. Just, just three words every man doesn't want to hear. So, or does, if you're really going for it. Yeah, or, or does, if you're really going for it. it could be a really nice time. It could be a really nice time. I, I, really nice I do David wanted to hear it in this moment, though. No, no, nah, I don't think so. He just wanted to. So, it. again, dear listeners, um, as you're beginning to experiment, as you're beginning to, you know, uh, explore with each other, um, it's always important to wear protection. And it's the man's job. It's the man's job to make sure the woman doesn't get pregnant because it's a lot easier for you to wrap it up than it is for her to go on the pill. Thanks for being so concerned,
1: Evan.
0: (laughs) I'm here for it. David sent orders to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. So Joab sent Uriah to David when Uriah came to him. David asked how Joab and the troops were doing and how the war was going. Just some small talk. Then he said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. Now, when the Bible talks about washing your feet, well, really come to think of it, any time there's feet except in the New Testament, it's talking about sex. You think? Yeah, I'm pretty like... Ruth it's, is another example. She laid at his feet. That she didn't just like sit perpendicular to Boaz. Like she
1: was just washing feet.
0: You no, was got They. She was they laying boned.
1: down, just they hanging boned.
0: out. No, they no, bound. No, no. I don't know. They bound.
1: I think people just laid down naked next to each other and hung out. That's all. <laughs>
0: just in the T formation. Nothing else. Nothing, Nothing else crazy going on. It was not a hell of a lot to do back then, other this than This is
1: directed by Bye. Quentin Tarantino, a lot of feet washing.
0: <laughs> uh basically he's saying he David wants Uriah to have sex with his wife so that Uriah will think the kid is his. Yep. Um so Uriah left the palace and a gift from the king followed him. Um maybe it was a toy. Maybe it was a swing. <laughs> Jeez, we act like these people are all homeschooled when we read the they Bible. They were. They were literally it homeschooled. Was like... <laughs> that is true. Have you met someone who's been homeschooled their whole life? This is but, these people. No, it's not. These people weren't having sex all the no time. No one had sex.
1: People had sex one time and a chain of events just occurred. Abraham's story is literally about him having sex so much. Show me one verse where it says S-E-X in a verse.
0: You can't. They didn't have the word for it back then. (laughs) That's why they say wash your feet. Oh man. <laughs> uh, and so Uriah left the palace with a dildo from the king. Jeez. Um am <laughs> put a big banner on this episode. <laughs> hey, we already got the explicit tag. We're Sorry, Grandma. But Uriah, <laughs> Uriah slept at the door of the palace with all his master's servants. He did not go down to his house. A little bit of context here. Um, soldiers believe that abstaining from sex. Um, before battle was something that uh, could help them in battle. Um, so just kind of like refraining from like uh, bodily pleasures, humanly pleasures, you know, maybe made uh, God shine a little bit more on them as they go into battle.
1: Sports science did an episode on this. It's hundred percent true and false at the same time. There was no conclusive evidence. I
0: guess that explains why Russell Wilson's playing so well. <laughs> When it was reported to David, Uriah didn't go home. David questioned Uriah, haven't you just come home from a journey? Why didn't you go home? Uriah answered David, the ark, Israel, and Judah are dwelling in tents, and my master Joab and his soldiers are camping in the open field. How can I enter my house to eat and drink and sleep with my wife? See, as sure as you live, (laughs) and by your life I will not do this stay here today also david said to uriah and tomorrow i will send you back so uriah stayed in jerusalem that day and the nest then david invited uriah to eat and drink with them and david got him drunk he went out Oops. in the evening to lie down on his cot with his master servants but he did not go home scott Man. we're gonna stop here because i actually do have a special guest for us today oh really yeah so uh i pulled some strings um, I okay. made some phone calls and, um, I actually, yeah, or is he with you? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, with, I'm going to go get him right quick. So just be okay. right back. Yeah. I, we're going to see. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on in, come on in, come on in. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. I'll be, I'll be around, but just go ahead and sit down. Uh, I might come back in uh, here in bed.
1: Oh, who's this? Very strapping. Hi. Right. <laughs> Hello
0: there. My name what? is uh, my name's Uriah the Hittite. I'm a general in David's army.
1: Welcome. To, do you know what a podcast is? You're on one right now.
0: Well, uh, it does seem rather unfamiliar to me, but I think I can get the gist of it. it seems you picked
1: pretty... it right up. You put those headphones on like you knew exactly what they were. That was uh, pretty cool.
0: But You don't get general by not figuring out how things work.
1: That's that's very yeah, that's very sharp of you. Yes. Well, welcome. Uh, how are you doing?
0: I'm, I'm doing well. It's a good day for battle. It's the time of, time of year when kings go to war, and I am not a king, but my good lord king and one of best friends, David, is a king. Best friends. He's a good dude. Tell me about uh, your relationship with David. What do you know All about right. him? David, I would trust him with my life, and I would trust him with my wife.
1: That's a nice rhyme.
0: Thank you. Uh, it is uh, also uh, a tendency for kings and generals to be able to uh, spit fire, as it were.
1: Yeah, tell me about your, uh, so like you and David, you go, go back a ways? You guys were like oh, yes. school buddies or something? or
0: Yes, uh, we we go, tennis? we go all the way back to war school. Ah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we met in war school. What's war school like? It's where you learn how to kill people. Well, back in the day, you had you had the chance to go to either... Um, so profit Different school, schools? Okay, yeah. Profit school, which was for weenies, or war school. <laughs> Got it, okay. Did, did you, were you friends with any weenies at the profit school? Not a one. <laughs> gotcha. Though that did come to bite me in the ass later.
1: We were just reading about some of your story.
0: Uh, you're married, right? Yes, yes, married to my lovely and loyal wife Bathsheba.
1: Nice. What'd she do for a living?
0: Uh, mostly bathes,
1: like professionally or just kind of.
0: She she's more of um, a hobby. I think it's more of a hobby. Um, she normally just gets up on the rooftop and just takes baths and then goes and.
1: You ever worried about her? I feel like that's kind of,
0: kind of scandalous. I do, I do worry that she might fall off of the roof. Oh yeah, it's understood. Um, but no, it's it, her, her, her. What's the bath doesn't...
1: situation? Is it like a big like rooftop pool or is it just like a little dinky bathtub or where do you guys
0: live the entire roof is made of water hmm so she has to open a door and that door it does leak a little bit of water into the house is what Bathsheba wanted and what Bathsheba wants she gets happy wife happy life and uh does leak a little bit of water into the house that I do get concerned about every now and then but um, yeah, she just dives right in, uh, gets a little bit of um, eucalyptus for her soup, and you know, just bathes right there. And I saw you guys are like adjacent to your neighbors;
1: like, you guys don't have a lot of privacy. Like, do you have a privacy fence built, or is it just...
0: the only neighbor that can see us is the king, and I entirely trust him. And you're not worried about him or anything. Oh, he's no, your best not friend. He's my best friend. He's anointed by God. There's no way that he would ever take advantage of that. He's a good dude. Yeah, David. Uh, he is my homeboy. He's in my top cheese.
1: That's awesome. Well, how's the... Uh, speaking of David and, you know, there's a war going on. Is that all going pretty well?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know if you watched the recent college football game, Georgia versus TCU, but we have we are destroying the Ammonites much akin to the way that that football game went.
1: So have you been... I have to just ask, have you been living this whole time since the Old Testament? Or did you just get did something happen you got zapped here i you seem very up to date on a lot of th- like you're using the microphone and this computer setup very well for someone who looks like just for the the listeners at home this is like it looks like an ancient man like he has like a lot of garb like very bronze age kind of yes. you know trinkets All of this is and, bronze
0: i do have a little bit of iron which is new um we've got the new iron 7 But you also, Uh, I see,
1: I can see poking out of your sleeve, you have like earbuds, like you have like iPhone earbuds out.
0: Oh, I do love to listen to uh David's Psalms. This
1: is very interesting. Is this like David's recordings that he uploaded in mp3 format somehow,
0: or yes? Uh, so he has a new album out, uh, Psalm 2, (laughs) and he just uh, my man lays down the hop. Does he have a studio?
1: At his house, or do he you go to his jam? Have
0: a, he does have a studio. He does have a harp. He's got, uh, he's got a uh strata harp and a teleharp and a uh That's a Les Paul harp, um, that he also plays. So in. you
1: kind of live in this kind of mix of modern and ancient. So it's almost like you could just live in the modern world, but you're I choosing. Think I,
0: could, I think I could pick it up pretty well.
1: Got it. Okay, but there's a war still going on that you're part of.
0: Yes, yes. How's uh, we, that going? Uh, going rather well, rather smashing. We are we, right now. We've besieged Rabba. Um, it's not too far. I could I could make there in like a day. Like uh, if I knew, through, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not that far. So staying with David is not not. Uh, not, not terribly bad, and uh, you know my wife is just next door. She was there when I got there. Just so bathing all the time, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, she is ninety percent of the time naked.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's hot, so you gotta stay cool. Rooftop pool, honestly. Rooftop you, pool. Sounds like it really everything's going well for you. So.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. Excuse me, excuse me, Sorry, 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 sorry. I have a letter. Oh oh, thank you, thank you. That's Joab. He's oh, also, he's also another
1: man entered the room. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Alright, there. he looks
0: like he's leaving He's, he's gone um, Looks okay. like a letter? Uh, Uriah Oh, it's from, it's from King David himself Dear Uriah hmm. For your next battle Please head to the front of the line Where all of the battle Happens first This is not a prank Lol XOXO David, your king
1: He didn't sign it Your homeboy?
0: He usually signs it XOXO. It's his things of hugs and kisses. Interesting. He he used to sign it, your homeboy, and then he became king, and he started signing it king, but he does it with, like, K exclamation mark in G. Oh. So he's still pretty cool. He's still pretty cool. So uh, what's
1: that that mean? It it means
0: I... Yes, it does mean I do have to go, I hope all things go well. Um, it, it seems like uh, King David, the master strategist that he is, uh, has seen something in their defenses that requires me at the very front line of battle. Isn't that a pretty dangerous spot?
1: For, I mean, because your war, if I recall an ancient like, warfare, you just kind of just run up at each other and scream and throw like spears and swords and rocks at each other.
0: Yes, we do not have guns. Um, and so this is a very highly irregular... Um, what's the chance of like
1: how do how many people survive the front lines usually? It's pretty dangerous.
0: Almost none. I've known one or two. And hey, concerned the at all? That, the ones that survive become generals.
1: Have you been there before at the front lines? Oh, many of times. What's your what's your go-to move? Are you more like a uh, prince of Persia, kind of like run on the wall kind of guy. Or are you more like a Thor, just run in there, or like a Hulkomaniac?
0: I, I do. I do more of the. Um, I do. I, I, I have a spear, and I do a ha and a haya. So sorry, I go hard with, okay, a, ha. with a forward thrust, and then um, if somebody else is coming at me, I'll pull out the spear and I'll stab that person as well. So, it. it's okay. a very—it's something you have to. And with our spears, we have to have like none of those weenies
1: have, at philosophy or profit school. Yeah, yeah, profit
0: right? schools couldn't do it; they couldn't do it at all. But I have a will have like a shield in this hand, the, the, my my left hand, and in my right hand, I'll I'll have my spear, and uh, I'll I'll hold my shield up to be like, "Don't hit me," and then I'll thrust in my spear to be like, "Aha!" But I did hit you, and I'll pull it out, and they'll be dead, and they'll. You go sound the
1: yeah one. very very familiar with warfare it sounds like uh, very, very i think you'll, you'll you'll do well for yourself
0: okay i i i i appreciate you i do have to get to war this has been lovely it yeah, sounds Thank urgent you. Okay. so much what was, what was your name what was your
1: name once more time uh i'm not evan i'm scott so i'm the,
0: the, scott, other scott, scott. the evan was yeah. the one that's right outside yeah he's probably um, signing
1: autographs outside
0: Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. He seems like a right chap fellow. Well, thank you cool. so much. Thank you so much yeah. for your time. Um, I'm going to head thank off. Thank you for wall. stopping
1: by, and, and good uh, luck yeah. with college football and warfare.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll please have me have me on again after the war.
1: We will. We will definitely have you on the next time you're around.
0: Okay, there he goes. Bye. Got...
1: <laughs> what an odd fellow. There he goes. Are you gonna hey. Are you gonna walk him out? Is he just hanging around your apartment right now?
0: No, he he ran. He just <laughs> he left just, the room and just kind of just, made himself at home? The whole sprint um, is going... Those sandals east. are cooking. East, I think. Okay. Like, like east would be the
1: direction. East-ish. East, just... How did east. he get here? Did he knock on your door? He ran. From what he didn't I am sound right. out of breath at all <laughs> when he got on the mic. <laughs> he no, just he sat down and went right on. into talking about his homeboy, David.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... Pretty and righteous just, dude, though. He, yeah. Oh, it seems really nice. He was really nice when I uh, talked to him. Um, yeah. So that was... Did you have a good time talking with Uriah?
1: Yeah. That was a once-in-a-lifetime interview. I've never had a celebrity interview like that. So um, pretty wild. Yeah. He seems really confident. I think he's going to do well for himself. We should probably keep going with the story. And I think we can... Base, I'm confused because, you know, he lives in the past, also well, the present. So... But... Maybe he won't know what happens next in the story, but we will, because we have the Bible. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah.
0: So, let's, let's read and see what, what goes on with our pal <laughs> Uriah. So, starting in verse 14 now. The next morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In the letter, he wrote, Put Uriah in the front of the fiercest fighting, then withdraw from him so that he is struck down and dies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is
1: really shitty of David, though. Can we just this pause? Is, yeah. Like, <laughs> If this happened in today's world, this would be such... I mean, it is a scandal, but, like, my goodness.
0: It feels even worse now that Uriah is our friend. Yeah. Um. When Joab was besieging, was besieging the city, he put Uriah in the place where he knows we knew the best enemy soldiers were. Yeesh. Yeesh. Then the men of his city came out and attacked Joab, and some of the men from David's soldiers fell in battle, Uriah the Hittite also died. Oh, dang!
1: Oh. So the the ha and the hayah probably didn't work out. Um,
0: he 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 hayahed when he should have had. At least he had a good playlist going while he was yeah. uh, fighting. Yeah. I heard Psalm, Psalm two, two came, <laughs> came out. Joab sent someone to report to David all the details of the battle. He commanded the messenger, basically like when David starts asking you what went on the messenger is supposed to just say, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. I
1: I do want to pause there really quick, because just from the Bible aspect, I I love verse 19 is like, he's going to ask you a lot of things. He's going to say, well, didn't you think about the archers? Or didn't you think about uh, that they're going to, you know, be on the side of the wall here? Or didn't you think that the woman's going to cast a millstone from the wall up ahead? So he's giving all these like, he's kind of prepping him for this interview he's going to have with David. And then he's, he just says, just say that Uriah died,
0: and David will understand. You'll be golden.
1: <laughs> and you'll be off the hook.
0: And so uh, David told the messenger, say this to Joab. Don't let this matter upset you because the sword devours all alike, which seems like a little bit of a threat to Joab. Um, Intensify your fight against the city and demolish it. Encourage him. When Uriah's wife yeah. heard that her husband Uriah had died, she mourned him. When the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house. She became his wife and bore him a son because they had sex. However, the Lord considered what David had done to be evil.
1: So fair point. As much as we are kind of poking fun at this one, the Lord did not like this story either. So he gave it a one-star review.
0: Scott, how were you taught this story growing up what was what was the moral of the story of Bathsheba? It was a story about
1: lust and its problems
0: It, it was certainly not
1: like painting David in a, in a a good light. you know it was it was always taught of this even David's human, even the mighty will fall. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were taught this as like kids we weren't. Like in high school, and they would just say, "Yep, if you lust after a woman, or if you are, you know, if you're cheating, like you're gonna try to cover it up, and bad things are gonna happen, and then it's gonna be kind of the snowball effect of horrible acts afterwards."
0: Yeah, you're gonna put your best friend, at, you're gonna put your best friend in the front line of battle, and then tell your other best friend, "Hey, like, move all the soldiers away from him, so he gets attacked first.
1: He could have just sent someone. I think that's what makes me. Really upset with the story is that he could have just sent someone to kill, but I guess this is a, a whole cover up story. But the fact that everyone else yeah. had just back
0: well, up, Uriah and just... is like smart in all of this, like, he's just like, All right, I'm I want to, you know, not only am I not going to be with because I also think like not having sex with your wife before you go into battle is also kind of protecting the family a little bit because it's like, All right, if I get. If I die and if I make her pregnant and I die in battle, like I'm not there, you know? Um, And so Uriah's not spending any time with his wife. He's, you know, hanging out with the servants and he's hanging out with people who can see him and say, Uriah's here. You know, he's, you know, being held accountable. And so that's why David's just like, I got to get rid of this Uriah problem. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I, 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 I impregnated his wife. And I need him to not... And, like, I think the wild thing is David's so focused on Uriah that he forgets about the fact that the baby's still coming.
1: I... My other thoughts about these types of stories is these are, like, really horrible things. Like, these are not just, like, tiny blemishes. Like, if I found out that one of my uncles, like, killed his neighbor in cold, like, just uh you know cold murder cover up story like this i would be like i'm not talking to you again no way i don't care what you do after this no way like what a horrible thing to do but it's just funny the bounce back david gets in the bible it's like we just kind of even if this was word for word a true story like just if it was if we had the historical records that could prove this that was an airtight story bible kind of just Moves on, and then David is suddenly, you know, oh, we all want faith like David, you know. So it's, it's really fascinating that the redemption arc in the Bible that I don't think we give that same leeway to people now. I mean, yeah. I there's people at my church growing up that get just divorced yeah. just because they were like unhappy and they were like written off forever. They were like, well, they're
0: a bad dude. We should cancel David, cancel David. Hashtag cancel David. Cancel David. Don't want to hear anything about David again (laughs) because he killed Uriah the Hittite. He was a minority in Israel. Yeah. Really nice guy. So And he's a really nice guy. I talked you probably talked to him him more than I talked to him. I talked to him a little bit. And he ran in dead sprint, dead sprint. You opened the door for him and he ran out. In a flash. I I think I, I think I was taught this in two ways. I think one is the way that you were talking about, where it was more focused on like, you know, even David, you know, had problems. And David yeah. was the holiest of holy dudes in the entire Bible. You know, this was a story that men could relate to because here's this guy in power. Even all the power in the world couldn't save him from from being tempted from going after this man's wife. I think the other side in which I was told, which I was taught about the that um, lustful gaze about the story. Yeah is from the fact of Bathsheba being a temptress.
1: Oh, I don't know if I really heard it from that perspective.
0: Yeah, she wow. Yeah, she's just out here causing trouble. She shouldn't have been wearing So nothing. you
1: were being taught that, like, oh, she shouldn't be mm-hmm. bathing on the rooftop. She was just
0: causing um, trouble. I think in either story, Uriah's is pretty much viewed as, like, <laughs> getting the raw end of the stick.
1: Yeah, he got screwed. Royally screwed. <laughs> well,
0: that's the problem is he didn't get screwed. Um hey oh hey. Well, what are
1: your what are your final thoughts on this um, story? I
0: mean, I think it's a classic. I think it's a classic story in the Bible, and I think it is one of the stories that um evangelicals are a little bit more honest with um when it comes yeah. to teaching Good, the Bible. Uh, you know, it's hard to read this story and be like Uriah deserved it. You know, that's (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I don't think it's framed like that in any
1: way. I don't think I do think, uh, I agree that this is probably one of the more darker side of humanity kind of episodes of the Bible where you do see that, like, okay, these are not you know these flawless beings that are pillars of faith all the time. So, I do appreciate that. This is talked about and it's not just skipped over. Like, like this is this is brought up and preached about multiple times. I remember growing up. I just think the focus tends to be more on don't lust versus boy, this really does this is horrible. Like this him, is yeah. <laughs> lying and Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I just think we downplay murder and killing and lying a lot in the Bible because I don't know if it's just so foreign to most of us now. Like, we're not in such a...
0: But this is I, a I whole hog cons- conspiracy that has happened here. Like, Dave, yeah, David is like, I got to get this man. I got to shut him up I, before he finds anything out. And then later in life, when David is dying, he tells Solomon to take care of Joab because Joab knows.
1: Yeah, he's like full-on cover-up. Political conspiracy.
0: Joab knows what I did to get you, Solomon. Some real House of Cards, Game of Thrones shit.
1: Speaking of political conspiracies and horrible... <laughs> horrible situations to get yourself into. What's on your plug list, I Evan? What, what what, do you want I to plug two for things our one,
0: one, I watched the uh, chargers Jacks oh. game last night, and that was really exciting okay. if anybody got a chance to watch it. Wow. Uh Chargers were up 27 to 0 and then the Jags came back and won it 31 to 30. It's has Wow. Yeah, so spoiler alert they're... for everybody who doesn't have the ESPN app watch or the... Google like okay. It's not like they show those things on the reruns with the expectation that you already don't know the result.
1: No, you you're supposed to watch football, it's like any other series. Like you shouldn't tell people what happened. Like if they say I'm only <laughs> in Super Bowl 13, you don't tell them at any other well, Super Bowl. Week
0: 14. Don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me who gets in. Um, <laughs> the Bachelor coming back. Oh, yeah. You're very excited. Um, I do like The Bachelorette more. The Bachelor is fine. But we are going to be watching the shit out of that. Um, one girl has already said, if I don't get a rose, I will burn this place to the ground. So she seems like a great person. Perfect. So perfect. um, Yeah, and then I watched an improv show last night. So that was kind of yeah. It was like comedy sports uh, in Philadelphia. So I've run out of plugs for my next episode.
1: I was gonna say you just wasted all plugs. Now we have no more for
0: next week. Scott, Scott, go save me. Have a plug now. Okay.
1: Um. Well, I rediscover. I realized one of my favorite scholars speakers. uh, His name is. Dr. Bart Ehrman, and he's a New Testament scholar, and he does his. It's called Misquoting Jesus, and he was on NPR. He has a couple big books about it. But check out his, his book. He is a New Testament scholar, so he he's a dude that just wakes up and reads Greek in the morning, like a nerd. But that means he knows his crap really well. He um, we went to profit school. He probably did. But he he has a really cool story. He's very like laid back. Uh, he doesn't talk like just some boring old like you know, university professor. That he he engages with the texts in the Bible in kind of a more casual way. But good good podcast. It's on Spotify. I think it's on Apple too. So check it out, Bart. If you're listening to this, get on this podcast sometime.
0: I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you're a great guy. <laughs> My name is Evan, and I'm Scott. And don't forget to close your Bible.